On today's show, we're sharing six ways to get your website converting better. And I'll tell you, the second one is an easy fix, but so many people aren't doing it. And the sixth one we're going to share today is something that I see seasoned business owners doing, but not new entrepreneurs because they think they can't, but you can. And we'll explain that, what that is when we get to it. All right, let's jump into the show. There's no wrong way to be an entrepreneur, and that's the dirty little secret the business gurus don't want you to know. They want you to do things their way, but their way may not be your way. The key to success is finding the strategies that work best for you. Welcome to The Six Ways with Jerry Potter. Welcome to episode 21 of The Six Ways. Every week, we bring on a smart, innovative guest that is thriving in their field of expertise to share some of their best tips with us so that we can all achieve our entrepreneurial goals because I believe we all do better when we all do better. By the way, this is both an audio and a video podcast, so if you are watching and you want to switch to audio or vice versa, you can always find a link to both of them in the show notes. And I know your time is valuable, so you'll see timestamps there as well. So if you want to revisit something or jump ahead to something, um, you can find those in the section below or wherever you're watching on whatever device you're watching on. Um, my name is Jerry Potter, by the way. I'm the founder of 5-Minute Social Media and Social Media Leads Lab. My guest today is Maura Hanna. She is a StoryBrand certified guide, and StoryBrand is uh, some of the best creators of messaging in the world. She also now uses that to help course creators go from idea to implementation and including the messaging that is so important when it comes to courses. Uh, Maura, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jerry. So I have to be honest, I got a little nervous because as we were about to come on, I was like, oh gosh, should I have like revamped my website before we came on here? <laughs> because because I got to be honest, of even the three that I'm going to share, I'm like, does my website currently have these three? Because I didn't look, but I, I suppose I have time before uh, before we actually release the episode. But um, so you can you can always go and take a look. After yes, we're done. yes. Although I think all of us are hypocritical in our businesses sometimes, where we you know we tell our clients. No, I don't do this, but you need to do this. <laughs> right? Okay. I'm not we the are. only one. So we your website, not. of course, can have millions of visitors and zero sales unless it's set up properly to convert. And so uh, we're going to be sharing six ways to get your website to convert better. Maura brought three. I brought three. Also, our question of the week from Lila, do businesses still need a website, a full website, or are landing pages and social media enough? So we will answer that question today as well. All right. Let's jump in. Six ways to get your website converting better. Number one, uh, Maura, what do you got? You know what? The very first thing that you come to when you click off of your search engine to a website is a headline. So I want you to have a very clear headline, one that does not make the reader think. I don't want them to have to engage brain cells. Yeah. I just want them to know what it means right away. And... You know, you have about 10 seconds to hook someone. Otherwise, they hit that back button. And if they hit the back button, you have just lost out on that potential sale. Yeah, in a big way. So can you give, uh, do you have a, like a, an example or two of, of clear versus unclear, even if you're just making them up and they're not perfect? Okay. So I was going through websites not too long ago, and one of them said that in the headline, this was for mature women. Okay. And I didn't quite know what mature meant. <laughs> Did it mean a certain age? Did it mean a certain way of thinking? And it just made me go, well, I don't know if this is for me. And so I hit the back button. Okay. And I went and looked for something else. So when I'm looking at a website that's clear, it says, 
get your messaging fixed or learn how to crochet in five days. I want to know what this website's about. I want to know if it's for a beginner, if it's for an expert, who is it for? Because if I don't know that, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, it's such a good point. And we, we, I think as, uh, as business owners, and especially if you're in the creative space, you're kind of like, oh, I'm gonna make this thing that rhymes, or I'm gonna make this you know, thing with emojis in my headline or, or different <laughs> things like that. And uh, it gets really, really dangerous. I've been telling people, um, when I coach them to like, we're, we're working with some people right now on writing video scripts for TikTok and Instagram reels and Facebook mm -hmm. reels. And I'm like, you have to write at a third grade level. And yes. one of them said, well, my, <laughs> my audience isn't third grader graders. They're smarter than that. And I'm like, look, they're scrolling through videos on their phone. Now is not the time to make them think you want them yes. to understand really quickly so that they want more from you. Because if you start getting into anything, and I'm going to call out my friends in the mortgage and real estate industry because they're sometimes the worst, worst at this, where they're oh. like, you know, they're making a video for somebody who doesn't know who they are or whatever. And they start talking about the APR and the, the you know, this and that. And they're like, I don't, what, what? No, that's too, too many acronyms in a short period of time. Mm -hmm. So love, love, love that you said that. All right. Next up, oh, number wait, two. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay. One other thing about that. Chat GPT, if you go in there and you ask for a headline, please don't just believe what it says. <laughs> because it's going to try and give you something that's complicated and clever. So is that what you caution. found? ChatGPT gets too clever? It does. It And okay. it gets wordy and just, it takes the simplicity out of it. Trust Interesting. yourself Interesting. to write something simple. Okay. 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 All right. Um, next up, number two of six ways to get your website converting better. You need to, speaking of clear, have a very clear next step that you want them to take, a very clear call to action. Um, I have been to so many websites and it's like, wow, this looks really neat and looks like they, they solved the problem that I have and things like that. And there is literally no way to figure out how to work with this person. Um, and maybe, you know, as a business owner, sometimes we're like, Oh, well, you just scroll down to the bottom and then you click contact and then you go there and then you send me a message and guess what you want, you know, tell me whatever you want and then we'll get on a call and da, 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 da. And it's so important that, again, you know, we all have all this information at the speed of light now. And so, as you said, uh, nope, back button, bye-bye. And so what is that first step that you want them to take? Make it as clear as possible um, so that they can do that quickly because when somebody does land there and they are ready to go, you want to make sure that they, you know, know how to go. And I believe, I think I got this actually from Donald Miller, who wrote Building the Story Brand. He describes it as not even just at that first step, but even showing them what the next few steps will be. And he, he describes it as you're standing on the edge of a, like a rushing river and the thing you want's on the other side. Well, put some stones in the river so they can easily get across the river and know exactly what it's going to be. So it's like, hey, if you want to solve this problem, Step one, fill out the form. Step two, we'll contact you. Step three, we'll send you your custom package or whatever it might be. So I've always really, yes. really loved that. And it's funny how simplicity is so much a part of all of this. And, you know, you brought up a great point there. You said step one, two, three. When I talk with folks, they're thinking, but my process is more than three steps. We're just going to pick the first step somewhere along the way where they're working. And the third step is that success. And so don't overcomplicate this. They don't need, the people that are coming to your website don't need the whole picture right now. That's going to be overwhelming. When you create that overwhelm, they leave. 
they're trying to come to you to solve that overwhelm. Don't yes. put them right back into it. Yeah. And and as you said, the steps can be, you know, almost anything. You want the first step to be what they should do first and the last step to be their success. But in some cases, it's three steps to place your order. In other cases, it's three steps to completely solve your problem. Mm -hmm. But it's just about letting them see where they're going because nobody nobody wants to go down. Like other, otherwise, it's like going through a dark cave. And uh, that's nice. not not what people are looking for. So, um, all right. Uh, next up, number three, six ways to get your website converting better. Maura, what do you got? Okay, this one's kind of strange and not something that we usually talk about. But make sure that the pictures you're putting on your website actually apply to your business. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'll give you an example. I was on a coach website. It was not about health coaching or anything. It was a different kind of coach. And they had cupcakes as a picture. Okay. They were lovely designer cupcakes. Of course. But they are not in the baking industry <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. And so it just creates that bit of confusion. Well, am I actually on a baking website? Am I here to get coaching on how to cook cupcakes? What is it? And so when you're choosing your imagery that goes on your website, remember we read, but we also look at those pictures. We read very little yeah. in reality. Yeah. We look at the pictures though. And if they are not in alignment with what it is you're talking about, we create confusion. And one of the things Donald Miller says is when you confuse, you lose. I love a good rhyming slogan. Yeah, and I'm glad that you brought that up too because actually the, the sixth one that I'm gonna give actually ties to pictures as well. So we'll get into that here in just a second. Um, next up, number four of six ways to get your website converting better. Real quick though, uh, this episode is brought to you by dailysocialmediatips.com. You can join thousands of entrepreneurs and sign up in just seconds and get my daily social media marketing tips sent straight to your inbox along with some stories and inspiration to help you grow your business faster. And of course, if they're ever unhelpful, you can always quickly unsubscribe at the bottom of any email. You can sign up right now at dailysocialmediatips.com. All right, so uh, number four, six ways to get your website to convert better is you need to have a section on your homepage about what happens when they don't buy from you, they don't hire from you, they don't work from you. So what we see a lot of emphasis on is telling people, you know, hey, here's what can happen and you can get this and we'll send you this beautiful box or you'll have this amazing transformation or whatever it might be. But until people have something at stake, they're not willing to move forward and take action. And so you have to kind of frame both sides of it. So you go, hey, if you do take action, here's what happens. And if you don't take action, then you know, you can continue to stay stuck exactly where you are or things could possibly get worse. And this this applies to all businesses. And so, um, you know, for me on my website, it says something like uh, not having a great social media strategy is already costing you time and money. And then it kind of goes through and talks about the amount of time it takes to Google figuring things out on social media and different things like that. And so it's so important, I think, to have that, that failure avoidance section, um, especially because and I know, Maura, you're a psychology, uh, psycho psychology geek like me, especially because we know people will invest more to avoid pain um, than they will ever invest in gaining pleasure. And so that's yes. why this is so, so effective. And you can even break that down further if you're having a hard time figuring out, well, I don't want to be too aggressive in talking about failure. 
you can think about what does it what are they going to be thinking, doing and feeling three or six months from now if they haven't said yes to your offer. And sometimes, like you said, Jerry, things just haven't changed, which means they are still stuck in that cycle of, in your case, trying to figure out social media. They're posting and not nothing's happening. Yeah. Or maybe they're getting even more disheartened. So you don't have to say, oh, my gosh, the sky is falling and the world is going to end because you haven't bought my thing. Yeah. But you can say, you know, that feeling when you wake up in the morning is still going to be there. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be doom and gloom. And and yeah, nobody should run out and say, hey, buy this product or die. You know, those are your options. You really got to. But you can really paint exactly what that is. And as you as you pointed out, it's not just about things, you know, getting worse. It's just like you're just going to stay stuck. Um, exactly where you are, which is great. So, all right. Um, next up, number five, six ways to get your website converting better. Mora. So let's flip the script on what you just said. And I would love to see a value proposition on that homepage somewhere. A lot of times we spend so much time talking about ourselves as the business owner on that homepage that mm. we forget to talk about what our clients are actually going to experience from our products or services. And the trick here is to keep it simple. I feel like I'm saying that a lot, but <laughs> you know, don't write full-blown paragraphs when a bullet point is going to do. So have that bullet point of what is the value of working with you? What success are they going to experience? Which means thinking, doing, and feeling. How are they going to feel? Are they going to shed kind of that stuff we just talked about with that, that failure kind of section? Are they going to feel empowered? Are they going to feel excited to get out of bed? Are they going to finally, you know, fill in the blank here? We want to talk about how they're feeling, but also how they're thinking and what they're actually doing inside their business or doing inside their life if you're not necessarily working with business owners. Just make sure you share the value of what you do. You know it intrinsically because mm. you're on, you see it all the time. Yeah. And it's so, it's so important. And I, I especially loved what you said about keeping it simple, shorter sentences, bullet points, things like that. I, uh, I, I remember when websites first kind of became a thing, it was kind of like, let's fill it up with as much stuff as possible. And then of course, blogging and SEO search engine optimization came along and it was like, okay, let's stuff it with keywords. And you can see these websites that have been built they were, they were built by an agency five to 10 years ago with all of this strategy, but to a consumer, they're just awful. Um, <laughs> and another conversation for another day is where, you know, what's going to happen with SEO now that we have, uh, you know, AI to ask questions to, but, um, yeah, keeping it simple is so, so important. The one interesting thing I got once I was talking to somebody, uh, that was a copywriting coach and they said, you know, when it comes to websites and sales pages, the only reason to put a bunch of text on there is to get them to make sure to read the big headlines. <laughs> yes. So basically, like they'll go, I'm not reading that. So I'll make sure to read this big headline to get an idea of what it is. <laughs> and and uh, I, I don't know anybody that's actively using that, but I was like, yeah, that, that makes sense, right? Um, if, if, they're, if there's too much text, they're just going to read the biggest stuff. And if that's the most important stuff, then perhaps that can be, you know, effective there. So, all right. Um, number six, six ways to get your website converting better. This is where, this is something that I see um, seasoned business owners doing. New business owners often don't because they feel like they can't, but they should. And that is to have social proof on your website. And so, did I just hear you gasp? Yes. Okay. Yes. 
Um, so social proof is is essentially showing that uh, other people like your business. Other people think your business is great. And I can't tell you how many websites I come across where I can't tell if you have ever had a client or a customer or anything like that. And if your website gives people an uneasy feeling, especially in the day and age of clicking on dangerous links and stuff like that, they're gone and they'll never be back. And so I know though what I wanna add here a couple of tips, and this can be for seasoned business owners, but especially for new business owners, maybe you don't have testimonials yet. Maybe you don't have great videos and case studies and all of that kind of stuff yet. And that's totally, totally fine. So a few things that you can do um, if you don't have that yet. One, just write in a way that seeds that you have clients. And so it's, sometimes it's just as simple as saying, you know, hey, you know, to solve this problem, you need this and changing it to saying, you know, to solve this problem, I tell my clients to do this. And that little subtle thing alone to somebody that's skimming your website can make a massive, massive difference. Um, number two, put up photos of you with other people. So, you know, you were mentioning earlier, no cupcake photos. Um, I was speaking a uh, number of years ago to a conference of charity auctioneers. So these are the auctioneers that specifically raise money for nonprofits. They do an amazing job. And beforehand, I was looking at their social media and their websites. And all of these auctioneers were standing at the, you know, these beautiful events, people in costumes and stuff like that. And they were standing in the corner, taking a photo. It was, you know, with a photo of themselves, maybe a selfie, maybe somebody else took it, but all alone. And I was like, nobody wants to hire the auctioneer that's standing in the corner there. And so when you take a good photo with somebody, if, as long as the person looks happy to be with you, it's basically a ringing endorsement for you. Oh, other people like them. And so that's a, a neat little thing that you can do with social proof. And then the last thing, and I, I didn't have this in my notes, but I see this a lot. I've been looking at a lot of AI software tools and they, they mm -hmm. use this a lot, is just use numbers. Um, so uh, earlier in this episode, I talked about my dailysocialmediatips.com and I didn't say, hey, sign up, get daily social media tips, okay? I said, join thousands of entrepreneurs who get my daily social media tips. And so that social proof is built in. And so you can do that with downloads, views, um, you know, all kinds of different things. So just think about what numbers you might be able to share to weave in that social proof. And do you have uh, any other social proof ideas that you kind of help people weave in? I think I loved your idea about pictures. And I know a lot of times we tend to, and taking pictures with other people, we tend to shy away from that. Mm -hmm. I was at a mastermind not too long ago, and there were several people in the room that literally went around to every single attendee and said, let's grab a picture. Yeah. And everyone was smiling. We were having a great time and we were talking business and they used those pictures for everything. So I want you to be really creative. It doesn't necessarily have to be a client that you're taking a picture with. Yes. And if you're online, like we are right now, saying, hey, can I grab a screenshot before we go today? Grabbing those opportunities when they arise. Don't get so picky about it. Yes. Yeah. And don't be afraid to ask for some kind words about what it is you're doing. Nine times out of 10, even your followers will share something that they've enjoyed. Maybe it was a post that they liked. If you saw them comment, say, hey, could I screenshot this comment and share it with my audience? Yes. Yeah. So good. And I, and yeah, I'm glad that you emphasize it doesn't have to be a client that you took a photo with. If they look like they're happy to, to be there, great. Now, if they don't look like they're happy to be with you, like we have all probably been on both sides of these pictures, you know, like there's sometimes where I feel like 
like I'll be in an event, we're getting along and, and I'll say, hey, can we take a picture or whatever? And we take a picture and it's like, yeah. And then I look at the photo and the body language looks like this person does not want to be standing there with me. Or maybe they just take photos that way all the time. Um, but that has the negative effect because now you're putting up a photo of somebody who looks like you're, that doesn't make you look like a good, uh, trustworthy person. So keep that in mind. All right. We're going to recap all six ways here in just a second. And I'm going to make uh, Maura choose her favorite. But first, our question of the week from Lila. Do businesses still need a full website or are landing pages and social media enough? So here we are in 2023. What would you say to that, Maura? I'm going to answer this in two parts. Social media is not enough. You do not own it. Okay. It is rented property. Social media is not enough. The powers that be at whatever social media platforms you choose to use can turn you off anytime, any day, any moment. And you have just lost all of that work you've put in. Which means, now I'm not saying you shouldn't have social media because it's a great way to build audience and trust and authority and get your ideas out there, test your messaging, all of those things. But you need to have somewhere to send them to get to know you on a deeper level. And so, yes, I actually like having a full-blown website, but it doesn't have to be complicated. You know, I tell a lot of new entrepreneurs a homepage a services page and an about me page, you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes if you have too much, they go down a rabbit hole. Eventually they click a link in a blog post that goes somewhere else and they don't even remember who you are anymore. Uh -huh. And so, I, yeah, I love the way that you put that. And I, I completely agree. There should be something there because you need your own property, if you will, where you're going to build your business. And a lot of the times, you know, if you're not creating a, um, you know, if you're not creating a, a, a weekly podcast or YouTube video or whatever or blog, you're not creating that content. That's okay. You can still have a place that people can go because um, as we talk about in my social media leads lab program, you know, people go through that buyer journey. We call it the date framework. They go from discovering you to becoming an acquaintance, to talking to you, to being enchanted. And the website is such a key piece for somebody who's entering that talking phase. They're learning more about you. And that's the thing that gets them enchanted. And then if they take that step, then you know, that leads to them becoming the buyer, the client, the customer. So I love the way that you said that. So you said you wanted to separate the question though. So do you feel like landing pages and sales pages can replace a regular website? No, I okay. don't. But I do <laughs> think you can have landing pages that are very scaled down. For instance, when I have a lead generator, a PDF, a video, a workshop, something that I want people to sign up and end up on my email list, I have scaled back landing pages that just have three or four bullet points. Here's what you're going to get. Sign up below, right? And they can't click off of that anywhere. There's no homepage link. I put my privacy and terms on that page, of course, so they can link to that. But otherwise, it kind of does stand alone. And I like those for that purpose because if you want someone on your email list and you give them all of these ways to click somewhere else, they're going to get distracted. Bye-bye. So I kind You're of leaving. think you need both. Yeah. You need landing pages, you need a website, and, well, all three. You need three things. You need social media. And and we are not entering an age, yeah, where websites are going away. Okay. No. I, I I agree, and, and you made some really good reasons for that. So, all right, six ways to get your website converting better. Uh, quick recap here. Uh, number one, create a clear headline. Whatever the main words somebody sees when they come to your website need to be clear, not clever. Uh, you know, they have to immediately understand what it is without having to use brain power, as uh, Maura shared it. 
Um, number two, make it very clear what they should do next. A very clear call to action. Don't make them dig down to your contact page and reach out to you to figure out how to work with you. Uh, number three, choose images that clearly demonstrate your business. If you don't bake cupcakes, you shouldn't have any cupcakes on the page. I love that story. Uh, number four, have a section about failure avoidance. So lots of people do stuff about you know what it's like to, to work with you and what can happen, but you also wanna have something that lays out the stakes for what happens if they don't solve this problem that you solve. Number five, uh, a clear value proposition, um, you know, bullet points, keeping it very simple about, you know, this dream outcome that they can achieve with you. And then number six, social proof doesn't just mean testimonials. Uh, we shared lots of different ways that you can incorporate that into your website to, you know, so that when somebody lands there, they don't go, is this a real business? Is this a, because any hacker, any scammer can put up a website now in about 10 minutes. And so that's why we need all of that. So if you want to take a deeper dive into any of those or revisit, you can go to the sixways.com slash 21 for episode 21. And uh, what was your favorite or which one do you think if people took one away and did something with it, uh, what would it be? And you don't have to pick one of mine. You can pick your own. Oh, man. Okay. So if I were to pick something, I would say next steps. I am a huge fan of having a clear next step. And to add on to that, making sure the button is clear that you should click. So don't mm -hmm. just say, let's get started. Say, schedule a call, get the PDF, you know, make it as clear as possible. Yes. Okay. That's an important one. This is tough because everyone should have all of these for sure. Um, but I'm going to go back to the first one you shared. Uh, have a clear headline, not a clever one. Um, they should be able to get there and within 10 seconds go, oh, I, this is where I want to be. Um, and every time they click back to Google, I mean, if you were lucky enough to get found in Google and be one on one of the first or two pages, every time they click back, that's basically going to move you down in the ranking every single time. So make sure that is incredibly, incredibly clear. And if you want a way to test your headlines, just when you're walking or when you're around people like in person, they say, hey, what do you do? Use that. Use that verbiage. I once uh, did this at a conference of entrepreneurs. And when I sat down at a table and, and said the latest one I was testing out and all six people said, do you have a business card? I went, oh, okay, here we are. This is it. <laughs> I finally got here. So it can make a massive, massive difference. All right. Uh, by the way, real quick, word of mouth is the number one way that, uh, you know, that new people discover this show and get help with their businesses. So if you found this valuable, please tell someone else about it uh, that would benefit as well, because we all do better when we all do better. If you enjoyed this episode, a couple others that you might like. Actually, let me come back to that here in just a second. Got ahead of myself. We'll edit that part later. Um, uh, um, if you want to learn more about Mora, definitely check out the Entrepreneur. If you want to learn more about Mora, definitely check out the Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast. Um, episode 142 is the one that you wanted to send people to. Tell us about what's in this episode, Mora. So this one really just talks a little bit more about StoryBrand, gets you into your messaging in more depth, how to use StoryBrand within your business, because it's not just the website. And so you get to dig in just a little bit more. Okay, very nice. So we'll link to that, of course, in the show notes or description wherever you are consuming this. And if you enjoyed this episode, check out episode seven, six ways to use LinkedIn to become a thought leader. And episode 17, six ways to keep your clients paying longer. Really, really great conversation in that episode. Links in the episode notes, wherever you are watching or listening. Remember, we all do better when we all do better. So keep helping each other out and let us know how it goes. And uh, Maura, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jerry.